Join yes. me right now on Kumite TV is UFC lightweight Nick Hine. Welcome to the show, Nick. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, let's talk about UFC Hamburg last year. You dropped a close split decision. When you look back at that fight, what's your assessment on the judges' scorecards? Ah, you know, it's... um. You know, there's this saying, don't leave it to the judges. And, you know, it's it's kind of right. I, I still believe I I did a, a good fight. I thought I had it um, after the three rounds. Like, after the last round, I went to my coach and I asked him, what do you think? And he said, you got it. I was sure I, I had it. Looking back, you know, there's always things you can adjust that you might do better. And, you know, I, I took this fight um, as like a learning process for, for the upcoming fight, you know, to, to switch things up, to make it better. And, um, you know, there's never that perfect. Um, you can never say, oh, I did everything that I had to do. So, you know, I'm originally a judo player. You know, I, 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 I'm, I should know some takedowns and stuff. And that was like the critique of some fans you know they said you should throw more you know maybe you know sometimes the fans are right so you know i took that all in for the process for yeah for the upcoming fight all right well coming out of that fight how were you physically um in that fight or like like uh, after after the afterwards the fight? afterwards oh man i don't know if you if you saw if, if the people saw my face i looked like a like a pancake you know my face was like all swollen up and um but that is all like superficial, you know, it's it's just on the outside. It was a little bit blood and um, some swelling, but, you know, it makes some good pictures that you can show later, but, you know, I had no serious injuries or anything. All right, well, you've been out of action for about 10 months now. Before you got back into training yes. camp, what were you doing to keep yourself busy? Did you get into any acting? Um, actually, yes, and you know what? Today in in Germany, you know, um, there's gonna be um, a documentary broadcasted because I do a lot of. I don't always do acting. I also do some um, like how you call it. Like I'm like a reporter, you know. I go out and then I, I go to no go areas and that stuff. And I did some of this. And um, today, you know, there's a show coming in, in Germany and um, it's about police and like the stuff that is going right and wrong. And I remember it was shortly after my last fight and I used the the word, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but shit, you know, like, like this is shit, that is shit. I use it so often that they asked me not to say it anymore. So I'm really, I'm really, I'm really curious what they made out of that. But yeah, let's see that. Are you looking into doing that for you know another career? You know, maybe something after you stop fighting. I mean, I'm already doing it. So um, like people are always saying, ah, oh, he's like you know, not all people, but some people they say, ah, oh, you know, you should focus on this thing, and and then some other people say, ah, oh, um, he's preparing to do something after fighting. But life is not like. Like a like a book where there's a chapter and then one thing ends and then a new chapter starts. So I'm doing it already now and it's actually really fun. Um, I mean, when when you're fighting professionally and training every day, this can be very very boring and you know I, very unchallenging. You know, it's like you're doing always the same thing and um, it's it's very very. It can sometimes even like break you. You know. 
and um, to have like different things and and be able to be good maybe in different areas is really a, a big motivation so to those haters because they're kind of like haters you know they're always telling you to do this and do that you're writing yes. chapters yes you're basically writing chapters of your book at the same time you could say that to them right yes absolutely 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 and um like i you know you know it's there's a lot of like people that that you know they everybody has haters everybody you know and there's like a, a certain amount that it, you know if you put yourself out there and you risk something you know it's so easy it's so easy to point fingers at you and say ah you failed what a loser go back to to nowhere but you know that's exactly the the difference you know to be to be happy and to to fulfill yourself man you got to put yourself out there you know you got to risk something and i believe um you know, although sometimes it's hard, you have to just like go and stand through it and, and, and don't care, you know, what people say. Because, you know, nobody, nobody like, um, let's be honest, like we are all a little bit like this. If if we see a video on Instagram and somebody like, like stumbles and falls, it's kind of funny, you know, because it doesn't happen to us. But, um, you know, you, you got to brush that off and stand tall, I believe. Definitely, you know, some words of wisdom, man. Now, let's move on to your next fight at UFC Stockholm. They announced in the beginning that you're going to fight Luigi Vendramini. But Vendramini. not long after, yeah, he yes. was forced out. I think maybe a week later to, due to a knee injury. Did they have Frank Camacho yeah. already lined up for you when they broke the news to you that your original opponent... You know, pulled out. Um, they, I, I got the, I, I got the info in the same email. Um, like they told me, Vendramini is out, but they have already a replacement. The thing is, um, Camacho, he's so different than Vendramini. You know, Vendramini more like trying to move like sideways, not always engage, and Camacho basically up front like in your face punching so they they asked they say if you're still in you, you know you can fight him and i i think it was even on my on my birthday you know so i i said yeah of course yes um, i want to fight so yeah it took some time till the the news broke but yeah like i i knew it i knew it right away that that would would uh, face him well, Frank Camacho, you mentioned that he is a different style. What do you think of his style, you know, the fighting style that he brings to the octagon? He is actually a very exciting fighting style. And he's somebody that um, that really, you know, there's almost no chance of not having an exciting fight when he's involved, you know. Like, he bring, brings it. So, actually, I, I liked the 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 fact that I would fight him because I knew that it, it will be a barn burner you know you, it, it will be it will be good so um, I believe he's a you know what I could see he's a very very strong guy and he has heart for two reasons because as the way he fights and also for taking the fight like on a short notice so. I mean, it's what people always say. It's going to be an exciting fight, but I'm, but I'm really sure of that. Yes. 
Yeah, definitely I agree. You know, you mentioned earlier that training and, and, and fighting and preparing for fights can be boring, but when you have a, a an opponent like Kim coming up, does it does it really get you excited deep down inside? Yeah, it does. It does. But it's not like like because of this opponent, but having, you know, like it's, it's, you know, you got to imagine I'm, I'm right now, I'm doing my training and stuff. So everything is set up for fight preparation. But nonetheless, you know, when I'm at home, when I'm playing a video game, when I'm in my car, you know, I'm doing really normal stuff. And then sometimes it hits you. It's like, shit, man, three weeks. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go in that cage and then fight somebody until blood comes, you know, and maybe somebody gets hurt. Like it's it's so unreal sometimes, and because we all try to to make things normal, you know, like for ourselves, like if everybody, like the the human species, you know, is designed to to take everything and and make it normal for himself, like to adjust to situations. So I adjust, and then I do my normal life. I go shopping, and I like now we are we're talking, like we do normal stuff, and then suddenly it hits you it's like shit. It's like 21 days and I'm going to hit a guy in the face and he's going to try to kill me maybe too. Like this is this sometimes it, it happens definitely. Yes. For this training camp, you know, you must have ma had to make a lot of adjustments, you know, because of the opponent change. But where have you been training, you know? Who have you been training with? Um I've been training um, specifically with um, German um, coaches and uh, German um, fighters this time you know I used to to live in uh, in Los Angeles for two years and before that in uh, Thailand I trained in uh, Phuket and now I I did in Germany I had I have two coaches Charlie Hermes and Aziz Karaoglu and and um, I have a fitness coach, uh, his name is, is Dimitri, um, of course Dimitri, you know, this is the name, this is how fitness coach's names are. And um, I, I train with some former um, um, training partners of mine from uh, from my earlier days. So, you know, I uh, I basically went a little bit back to the roots, if, if, if you may say that. And, um, you know, they, it's... It's a little bit like like Rocky, I imagine. You know, you you see sometimes when Rocky fights like Ivan Ivan Drago, and Ivan Drago he's like in that very very modern training facility, and they have all the machines and stuff. And Rocky he's going like he's training old school. So, so for this training camp, we went old school. Yeah, it seems like a lot of guys, you know, in the UFC veterans, they always go out from their country or from their from their home and go train at different locations. And you've seen that with probably past teammates at Tiger, like Dan Hooker, you know, guys like that. And they go back home and they yes. know what they yes. need. And I think you're in the same situation where you know what you need to prepare yourself the best way you can. And you just do it at home now. You don't have to go out anymore. Yes, I, I believe it's a little bit has to do like... It's almost like puberty, you know, when you're like, you want to see the world, you're young and then you're like, ah, oh, I will never go. I will never stay uh, like at my parents' place that is so boring. And then, you know, you see the world and then at some time, you know, you, you realize what is good for you and then you settle down. 
And it's the same with fighting, you know. I started and then I realized, you know, I want to see how I was training at the other side of the pond, like in America, in, in, in Thailand. You know, I had many um, locations I, I, I want to try. And then I realized, you know what, when I saw it, you know, they, they don't do magic there either, you know. It's like work and, you know, some stuff is good, some, some is not as good as, as at home. So I decided to go back and... You know, I also am now in, in the age of, of being able to make my own decisions. I don't need that old coach that takes me by the hand and tells me, you know, chase the chicken, you know, or do this or do that. You know, I, I, I do it myself now. You and Frank Camacho are kind of in a similar position. You guys are coming off two losses in a row. And I think this is the first time both of you guys have lost two in a row. So entering this fight... Is there a different mentality for you, or is it just the same thing as always? Uh, you know, um, it's hard to, 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 to say that, you know, you ignore it totally, but, you know, it doesn't really help. So it hasn't played a major role in, in my preparation. Um, you know, I do mental preparation as well, and um, in that in that aspect you know i try to foresee things and um and work with with stuff um that might happen in the fight but that is something you know it, it won't happen until after the fight i um like if for example we are all like the the the, the danger or the, the fear of being cut or maybe you know what happens after that that is stuff that happens after that after that fight you know could also be the total opposite, you know, could be like we could both have like the greatest performance of our lives. And then, you know, you bounce back from that and then you, you become like, a, you know, you go on a, on a killing spree and, and erase every other opponent. So, you know, I, to be honest, like, and, and I really mean it, like I, it, didn't, it didn't bother me too much, actually. There have been a lot of UFCs in Germany what is the state, you know, I'm very curious myself, what is the state of MMA right now in your home country? You know, that is, that is, that is actually a good question. Like, we, we have developed, you know, and like it happens that, you know, TV contracts and TV bans have been lifted, you know, there's new contracts and stuff. But it's, in my opinion, it hasn't, it still hasn't arrived in, in um, like the general um public if for example right now i'm i'm at my parents place you know where i grew up in in a village if i go out and talk to to people on the street and ask them hey what do you think what who's your favorite mma fighter it will be like mma what is that you know what is that like it's really still a very very um like a like a niche you know it hasn't it isn't mainstream yet at all one last thing before I let you go, you know, music and sports, they go hand in hand. What is in your playlist, you know, for training? You know, give me a little peek into it. Oh, you will love that. Wait, 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 wait. I show you, I show you. <laughs> I have, I have like a, a very, very, I have a lot of, and you know, you need to understand, I grew up really on the countryside, so... I really like like country music, so I have like um, um, like Bob Seger for example. I have 
uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, like uh, Fortunate right, Sun right. and uh, Bad Bad Moon Rising. Um, wait, what else do I have? Let, let me show you some. Um, Eastbound and Down from uh, Jerry Reed. <laughs> yeah, what else do we have? Take Me Home, Country Roads from uh, uh, John Denver. Yeah, Greg Alman, The Midnight Rider. Like, if, if seriously, if I had like a stray hat and and some some like self-made cigarette, you know, I would be like a real redneck. Like, like if if you listen to my music for sure. Yeah, well, those are some classic songs, though. You know, you name some good ones. I I love them. I love them. I really do. All right, June first, man. UFC on ESPN Plus Eleven, Stockholm, Sweden. Thank you, Nick, for your time. I appreciate it a lot, and uh, good luck to you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Saj Nick Hein. Um, I'm a professional mixed martial artist competing in the UFC. I have a fight coming up in three weeks. And, yeah, so hello to all my fans, especially from South Korea. Um, raise your hands up in three weeks when I fight in UFC Stockholm.